Welcome, everybody. It is Friday, November 1st. We have hit November 1st, finally. It's a little crazy. Like I said in a previous episode, um, it's been about a year since I've started this podcast, the King Sports Podcast with me, Andrew Kay, of course, um, if you didn't know that. But it's been basically a year. A couple weeks ago, I've just been off and on doing the show um, as of late because of just work schedule and life in general and things, you know, you get busy with life and and you got to take a break sometimes and just kind of get refocused. But um, I got big stuff to talk about. We have the end of the World Series. Uh, we have big news on the Seattle Sounders front. Um, what else? I mean, there's just a lot of things. Football, I'll give my pigskin pick them. We'll talk about how I did last week. And then it'll it'll kind of be a shorter episode since we're wrapping up baseball. We'll give some a uh, little bit of background stuff on basketball, how that's going. Um, how LeBron James and Anthony Davis are doing in uh, L.A. And are the Golden State Warriors an absolute mess right now? But we'll find out. Um, we'll we'll talk about that. But yeah, so as I was saying, it's been about a year. Thank you to everybody who's listened, um, anybody who's supported me. It's been a crazy year. Um, as I reflect on it, I mean, I've covered a lot of things um, from you know moving to local hockey to local baseball to covering an entire almost an entire week of division three world series baseball um it's been it's been interesting and hopefully there's more things coming um i just have to you know get on the horn and and take care of it but thank you to anybody who's listened um also thank you to ward and derek uh time spent poorly dot fun um our website guy adam I don't know if Adam listens to this, but he the website went down earlier this week. I had done an episode on Tuesday, and I just I listened to it back, and I just I really wasn't happy with it. And so we're here on Friday the first, and I'm going to do a new episode and kind of recap everything that I think is important this week. But let's jump into it. We have World Series champions, and it is not the Houston Astros. No, it is the Washington Nationals. The Washington Nationals go into Houston in Game 7 and defeat the Houston Astros. The score was 6, I believe 6-2 to two or 8-2. to two. I, I'd have to double check. I mean, I watched the last part of it. I was flipping back and forth. I was at a concert in Des Moines um, that day um, watching a little bit of both. It was 6-2. to two. Um, It was a little bit of both. I was at a day to remember watching them perform. Um, it was a good time. But the Washington Nationals, first World Series in their franchise's history. That's a big deal. Um, now, I have been told many a times, now the Mariners are the only team that never been to a World Series, and they need a World Series at least. Just get to the World Series. That's all I want. I just want to say, hey, the Seattle Mariners were in the World Series. It'd be nice to say, hey, I'd, I'd love to see them hoist a trophy, um, but... We'll see. But congrats to the Nationals. I was rooting for them the whole time. A lot of people think, you know, hey, you should root for um, the Houston Astros because they're in the AL West. I, you know, that's great. I just, I just couldn't do it. I just, you know, I just don't really like the Astros that much. Um, I, they're a great team. I'm not going to take that away from them. They deserve to be there. I mean, they went 107 and 55. 
um, and got to the World Series, and that's an impressive feat. Um, the Nationals weren't projected to get here, and it's and I think it's funny overall that Bryce Harper leaves to go to Philadelphia uh, with all this money in the hopes that the Phillies are going to do well because he's there, and he gets there, and in his first season with the Phillies, his old team gets to the World Series, and and I you know I just wonder how he feels if if he's glad for him if he's like well that was a terrible mistake um or what but that team just didn't give up um it was fun to see Ryan Zimmerman um the the Washington Nationals original uh draft pick back in I believe it was 05 they said you know celebrate um it's been a long time coming for him um so for him to get a world series ring is I think a um is a big deal um for him so it it's cool to see the uh, the Nationals win um the way they did Juan Soto is something special that kid is going to be special for the next few years and I think for a long time um but now the big thing we get it we get into is the um off season and we're looking at the um free agency I know Garrett Cole the Astros pitcher He's the biggest uh, free agency uh, acquisition, basically. Um, Anthony Rendon from the Nationals. He's he's another big date um, or a big date, big uh, big name. Um, I'm trying to think of the rest rest of the list. Um, you know, we've got oh, you've got uh, among pitchers. You know. Hugin Ryu, Zach Wheeler, Madison, Madison Bumgartner's available. Cole Hamels is out there. Jake Odorizzi, um, Dallas Keuchel. He was, you know, on a one-year deal with the Braves, so we'll see where he could end up next. Um, you also have D.D. Gregorius, shortstop, is available. Um, Josh Donaldson, outfielders. Yasiel Puig, Marcelo Suna, uh, Jose Abreu. Um, Araldis Chapman is on there. J.D. Martinez from the Boston Red Sox. I mean, he, there's a lot of lot of guys that are available. Uh, Seattle declined the option on Wade LeBlanc, so he will not be coming back to the Mariners. And there was a 5.5 million option. Um, but there's going to be a lot of just options out there. And I really think, you know, since the Mariners have declined this option, I think that it is, it's. Uh, It's only smart that they try to go after um, Garrett Cole or one of these pitchers like Madison Bumgarner, somebody that can help them get into the future. Because who knows if they're going to bring back uh, Felix Hernandez? I would lo- like I discussed this, you know, a couple weeks ago or a week ago or whenever it happened um, that he is no longer on the team. But it would be great if they brought him in in like a relief role and. Um, you know, let him come out of the bullpen. He's still got some heat. He's still got some ability to to be a short term pitcher, I think. But his days of pitching five to seven innings is are I would think are pretty well over. Um, you know, just at his age. But it would be nice to see them bring in somebody else. I know Steven Strasburg. I think was available too. Um, they're saying Cole Hamill. He went twenty and five. He's expected to get a record contract. Um. But we'll we'll kind of see what happens going forward. But I think the offseason is going to be big, and I think the Mariners need to make some moves, and we could very well see um, some of these, 
younger guys that the Mariners brought in at the end of the season uh, make make some moves into the Mariners roster next year. So, um, I apologize for the car horn. My neighbors are very loud. Um, if you heard that, um, but the, you know, this is now where I believe that the Mariners will win the world series and can win the world series day one. We're starting today. Uh, actually it started Thursday, but I had to work. So excuse me. Here we go again with the yawning. Uh, but free agency, you know, that's pretty well handled. Um, they'll take care of that as we go forward here. Um, what is, what do, I was trying to think of my next thought, but we're going to talk about football. The San Francisco 49ers almost lost yesterday, but they pulled out a win and they moved to, to, to eight and Noah on the season. I believe let's take a look at the scores. Um, it was, they let him get back into it, which was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, 28-25, they beat the Cardinals by three. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, had 317 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Kenyon Drake, who I believe was just traded to Arizona, um, 15 carries, 110 yards and a touchdown, and Emmanuel Sanders for the 49ers, seven receptions, 112 yards and one touchdown. So big big for him um to you know go from the Broncos to the 49ers and have a good outing out there it looks like you know 112 yards seven receptions that's a big deal um but our games you know for this week you got Buccaneers and Seahawks uh in Seattle that'll be an interesting one I think I think Seattle will get it done um but who knows um And while we're talking about football, I'm just going to go into Pigskin Pick'em and talk about how great um, I did last week. I'm pretty proud of myself. I know Zach Swan only missed one last week, so props to him. Um, I missed two. I correctly picked every every single game but two, and that was the Philadelphia Eagles and the Buffalo Bills. I had the Bills pick to win that one. And the Los Angeles Chargers and the Chicago Bears I had the Bears pick to beat the Chargers, and the Bears lost by a point. Um, so, with that, also the tiebreaker, it was fourteen to twenty-seven. I had twenty-eight to fourteen. I missed it, the tiebreaker by a point. Not that it mattered, but I would just like to say that I'm pretty good at picking tiebreaking points. Okay, this is my first one. <laughs> first one I've picked. But I'm impressed with myself. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this season's been a wild one. Um, I mean, you got the 49ers. That, they're basically 7-0 and right now. I said 8-0 originally. They're 7-0. and My apologies. Correction. Um, this next week, you know, I picked that one correctly. Only 4% of people picked the... Uh, the... Uh, Eagles to win, or not the Eagles, the Cardinals to win. There's too many birds sometimes in sports. Too many birds. Um, This week, though, I have the Houston Texans to defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have uh, the Washington, or I have the Buffalo Bills to beat the Redskins. I also have um, the Bears to beat the Eagles this week. Uh, I picked the Panthers to beat the Titans, the Colts to beat the Steelers. 
the Chiefs, I think I might change that one up because Pat Mahomes is not playing. So I'm going to take the Vikings over the Chiefs on that one. Um, let's see. Where was I? All right, Jets. I have the Jets to beat the 0-7 Dolphins, who are definitely tanking for Tua. Um, the Detroit Lions over the Oakland Raiders, which people are saying I'm crazy because 40, only 45% of people have picked the Lions. Uh, the Seahawks over the Buccaneers. I have the Broncos over the Cleveland Browns, though people are saying I'm really wrong on that one. I don't care. Uh, the Packers over the Chargers. I have the Patriots over the Baltimore Ravens. And then I have the Monday night game, the Dallas Cowboys defeating the New York football giants. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I'm pretty confident my tie-breaking score is 14-28 to 28 again. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I have one point so far, and I am sitting, I believe, in 11th. I was. I don't want to leave the site. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta save. Hold on, I gotta save my... I realized I made a change and didn't hit the save button. Gotta save, it's important. I did that one week and did not save. And nothing went through. So, that was a bit of an issue. Um, I'm in 11th still. Um, so, you know, I'm a, I'm tied with Derek in percentage of picked correctly. Um, but I'm, I'm doing better than, I think, Zach Swan. Yep, doing better than Zach Swan. Which is a good thing. Um, you know, being a little better than them. Which is good. Um, Soccer-wise, we had uh, Christian Pulisic got his first hat trick um, in, in the Chelsea uniform. And that was last weekend during EPL game against Burnley. Um, he started, did well. I was impressed. Um, it was kind of an interesting... He's kind of in an interesting point with Chelsea. He's still trying to get a feel for their style of play, um, and all that different thing. You know, it's it's hard for a player to go from uh, Germany to England and, um, you know, succeed. And he's playing in a new system with Frank Lampard, and Frank Lampard is very, you know, he's a player. He played for Chelsea. He, he, uh, he has a specific way he wants things done. And he played in the the Carabao Cup game, which they lost 2-1. to one. Um, I didn't get to watch the whole game because the bar that I was at in Des Moines uh, has a very large crowd of Liverpool followers rather than Chelsea followers. But I did get to watch the last, I think, 10, 15 minutes of it with my friend Matt, who is a Manchester United fan. So he was happy because they Man United won. I was sad because Chelsea lost, and that's okay. Um, oops, I just spilled water. That's great. Oh, well. I apologize for the noise. If there is any, I had to lean over and clean up the water real fast. But, you know, it's... Soccer's such a, a finicky sport, and... Um, anything can happen. Um, you just have to be ready to take your chances. And, you know, he made his chances possible in some of these games with... Um, the, you know, assists that he's got in the use in the Champions League and in the Premier League when he comes off the bench, he did struggle a little bit in um, the game against Canada in the Nations League. So that was kind of a that was a tough game for him. Um, but 
you know, he'll he'll rebound. He's Christian Pulisic. That's what he does. Um, he rebounds, and he's doing well. You know, he didn't really – he was kind of a non-factor, it seemed like, in the Carabao Cup game. But some teams don't take those very seriously. Um, I think they take the FA Cup and the Premier League and the UCL more seriously than than other ones. Um, but we'll see how he does. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. We'll get back into the EPL this week um, and see how things – Go that way. I think Chelsea are in fourth. Uh, Leicester gets a big, got a big win last week. They beat Southampton nine to nothing, so they kind of jumped a couple teams in the standings just based on their win loss and their goal difference. They had nine goals to get zero, so it's kind of a big deal. Their uh, goal because goal difference plays a difference in games um, when it comes down to the end of the season. So that could be a big boost for Leicester City when it really comes down to it. Um but we'll we'll see how it goes. I think Chelsea can can get it done and stay in that top four, even top three. And that's what I'm excited for there. Um uh, ba- ba- basketball wise, we're into the season uh with the NBA. Let's look at the standings. Uh it's kind of a weird season I would say. Um uh, 76ers are four and oh a few guys facing some Issues there, suspensions. There was a rumble in a game. Uh, let's see if I can find the news on that. But, you know, the Bulls are 1-4. and four. That's, you know, different. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks are 2-2. Two and two. Um, The Nuggets and Trailblazers were doing great when I recorded this, and they've had a couple of losses and some wins. Uh, the Nuggets are on a two-game losing streak. The Blazers are on a one. They're both 3-2. and two. Um because those are my two teams. The Golden State Warriors are 1-3 and three to start the season, which is very odd, um, to say the least. And then the Sacramento Kings are 0-5. Not a great team. You know what I think you should do with that? Ship them to Seattle. Problem solved right there. Problem solved. Ship them to Seattle. Let them be the Sonics. Sacramento doesn't care. Sacramento has a is getting a pro soccer team now, and that's what they'll focus on because Sacramento will probably win in the MLS, and the Kings will not. Um, sorry, Kings fans. I just I can't get behind the Sacramento Kings. I'm really sorry. I just can't get behind them. Uh, and the good old Oklahoma City Thieves are 1-4, and four, so good for them. Um, no offense to the players on that team, but... They're not a real team in my eyes. Um, I'll stick to rooting for the Nuggets and the Blazers. And the Milwaukee Bucks, which is my East team, I have decided that was my East team right before last season. So uh, basketball, I don't have just, I don't have a whole lot um, to to really say. Oh, Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns both got suspended for two games for a rumble that happened in a game. So we'll see what happens there. Um, if there's any more fines or anything that are going to continue with that. And now, for the biggest news, I'm going to jump back to soccer. My beloved Seattle Sounders defeated LAFC 3-1 to last Saturday. Uh, and it, and it, And it's a big deal, and I'll tell you why it's a big deal. We were not projected to win that game. We were not. 81% of the pundits said 
or no, it wasn't last Saturday. It was last, it was Tuesday, the 29th. So before I, when I recorded an episode, um, that day before the game, cause I was home. I remember that. So it was Tuesday, not last Saturday. We defeated the LAFC, the LAFC, the team that everybody says had the greatest season in the history of the MLS. Carlos Vela had X number of goals, 30-some. They won the supporter shield. They did all this stuff. It's the greatest season in history, and we destroyed it. And and that's what we do because that's what the Sounders do. And and I'm proud of those guys. They win 3-1. Rui Diaz has two goals. Nico Ladero had a goal. And it pushed us into the West, uh, the MLS Cup for the third time in four years. We have been in the MLS Cup. Both the two other times we won in 16 against Toronto, and we lost in 17 against Toronto. Both of those games were played in Toronto. Now, this is where it gets good. We've hosted the MLS Cup before, but that was when the MLS just rotated cities for the MLS Cup, and that was back in '09 when we first came into the MLS. They let us host the MLS Cup. And I think the LA Galaxy ended up winning that one or something. Um, You know, you don't like to see the LA Galaxy win on your home turf when you're not even in it. And I get it. We were new. It was our first season. Whatever. Um, But in the East, you had Atlanta United, the other second seed in the the tournament, because they were the two seed in the East. We were the two seed in the West. LAFC was the one seed in the West. Uh, you had Toronto, the four seed in the East. Now, in order for Seattle to host the MLS Cup at CenturyLink Field on dis- on November 10th, Toronto FC had to win because Atlanta United had the better uh, record. They had, like, I think three or four more points than us, so that made them higher, a higher two seed than us. Toronto went in. And Nick DeLeon silenced the Atlanta United, the defending MLS champions in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in front of like 70-some thousand people. I think they might have the uh, total in here of how many people were at the stadium. Oh, no, it wasn't 70. It was 44,000. So I stand corrected. They had 70-some thousand last year. They were really proud of it. Um so that's, you know, that's different for me to see. I would think Atlanta United would take that a little more seriously. But any doubt, Toronto goes in and wins the Eastern Conference for the third time in four years. Because mind you, last year it was Portland and Atlanta. Atlanta defeated Portland. That made me happy because I don't like Portland. Whatever. But now Toronto has to come to Seattle and play us again for the third time. And I think, with every fiber of my being, every bone in my body, I believe the Seattle Sounders can get it done. Everybody should be healthy, hopefully, by then. Our lineup should be ready to roll. I think we can do it. And they, they're going to open the entire stadium up for the first time, I think, in Sounders history. They're going to have every single seat open. Usually they have the Hawks Nest closed during games. They have the upper sections closed. They have, you know, the Toyota Party Deck thing I think it's going to be open as well. They're trying to get upwards of 70,000 people into that stadium. And it's going to be rocking. And the worst part about this is I have to be at work when it goes off. 
when it's on. So I'm going to have to record it or find a way to watch it somehow. Because I'm very excited and I'm really hoping for a big um, a big win. Um, it'll be huge for the Sounders. It'll be huge for the fan base. I think it just gives us all the more fuel to the fire that we're one of that this club deserves to win. And I mean both clubs deserve to win. Neither team was projected. But like I said before, eighty one percent of the pundits said Seattle was not gonna win that game. And they went in and dismantled LAFC. So hooray for us. We could potentially be champions. So could Toronto FC. It could go either way. So hopefully this this Saturday the tenth that's come that'll be here in a couple weeks is gonna bring us blessings from the many soccer gods above. So with that, and I threw my pen across the couch here. <laughs> with that being said, um, thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, it's a shorter episode, like always. Um, like always. I don't think all my episodes are that short. Um, but I think it's a good way to wrap it up, beings as I re-recorded this episode. Um, but this has been episode 43. Thank you ever so much. Definitely watch the MLS Cup Final on the 10th. Watch some college football this weekend. Um, there's just so much going on. I didn't talk about college football. Um, watch the NFL this weekend. I mean, we're getting closer to Thanksgiving games. We're getting closer to the playoffs. Um, and then just keep your eye on baseball. This off season's going to be a wild one, I think. Um, Continue to check out timespentpoorly.fun. You can follow me on Twitter at KingSportTSPN. I don't tweet as much. Um, sometimes you can find my personal account. I post what I want there. Those are my own opinions. You don't have to agree with it. Kind of like this podcast. It's just my opinions. And some people don't like that. And I don't care. That's why I do this. I like to talk. I like to talk about sports in my own terms. And I'm learning a little more as sports as we go along. So... Thank you for listening. Check out some more podcasts on timespentpoorly.fun. Just enjoy the rest of your week. Um, Stay safe out there. Winter hit here pretty hard on Wednesday. We had a lot of snow. Uh, We had some snow earlier in the week as well. I know kids went trick-or-treating in the snow yesterday. So, Um, But just stay safe out there. And I will see you next Tuesday as I get you more prepped for MLS Cup. And maybe we'll have some free agent signings in baseball or not. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. Time